Hello, welcome to Aero Bandwidth, your source for everything you need to know about the technologies, trends, and concepts that are steering our industry today. We hope that you enjoy this episode, and if you do, please subscribe. Hey folks, thank you for joining another episode of Aero Bandwidth. I'm your host, Tamor Rasik. Today with me, I have Katrina Kinneman. She's our Nutanix systems engineer here at Aero Electronics, supporting our Nutanix line of business. Hey, Katrina, how are you doing today? Good, how are you? Thanks for having me. Hey, thanks for joining us. I'm doing well. Thank you for asking. Just a uh, beautiful sunny day in Denver. Got snow on the ground. It's a little chilly, but uh, busy as ever and, uh, you know, just trucking along. How are things going for you guys? Good. I can't believe it's almost February. Um, it's gloomy here, so it's not sunny like it is there. <laughs> hey, you know, <laughs> yeah, busy. I mean, the, the, what they say about the weather in Denver is, uh, you know, if you don't like it, wait five minutes and it's one of the sunniest states, even, <laughs> even though people think it's really cold and snowy all the time. So definitely some blessings. Um, let's see, what are we talking about today regarding Nutanix? We're going to talk about their uh, clusters. Uh, Nutanix clusters on AWS. Uh, that's cool. I didn't know they worked with AWS. Uh, do you want to tell me what is Nutanix clusters? Oh, yeah. So, wow, where did we get started? So, well, clusters is obviously a Nutanix offering, right? And allows you to run the Nutanix software stack, but it runs on AWS bare metal EC2 instances, right? So what does all that all mean? So if you think about a traditional on-premises uh, hyper-converged infrastructure or what uh, some refer to as the private cloud, right? So you have the hardware, DX, NX, HX, et cetera, right? And then on that hardware, you run uh, the Nutanix software uh, stack, right? But, but for customers that need like a hybrid cloud and some customers that have adopted like a cloud-first strategy, right? That's where Nutanix clusters really comes in. So the infrastructure, right, instead of it being into your local data center, is now owned by AWS. So it's it's on their bare metal uh, EC2 instances. There's four. Um, and on top of that infrastructure, right, you run the Nutanix software. So same CDM, same HV hypervisor, pretty much like any on-premises setup. So for customers that are familiar with the Nutanix platform, they're not learning anything new. There's no learning curve. They keep uh, using uh, the Nutanix ease of simplicity. And for customers that are doing a hybrid cloud, you don't have to manage it separately. They manage everything through the Prism console. So if you have on-premises or on the cloud, it doesn't matter. You, you manage it all through the Prism uh, console. So in cases like that, moving workloads or bursting, um, it's very easy, right? And for customers that already have an AWS account, they don't have to go out and get another account just to run clusters. They can use their existing AWS account and just bring it to clusters and get going. That's so cool. So it's kind of like if I have Nutanix on-premise and I have all the infrastructure there and I'm managing it and I don't want to keep it on-premise anymore, I could migrate my entire infrastructure environment into AWS, run it on dedicated bare metal, so it's not some shared virtualized environment, and I can essentially run my environment in AWS. Is that right? Yes, but if you already have an on-premises, you kind of want to not just take everything and move it, right? I mean, you want to adopt hybrid. So that way, for like um, 
for peak seasons or whatever, you need that spike. You can burst into the cloud. You could lift and shift um, applications as needed. You know, so keep whatever. Or if you have like a testing and you don't want to use your on-premises hardware, those are like good incentives to move to the cloud um, for uh, workloads that are like unpredictable. Awesome. Cool. So it's not like I'm replacing my on-prem infrastructure, which I could, but you know, I've heard Nutanix be referred to as your enterprise cloud solution, which means a hybrid cloud solution. And if I keep my on-prem infrastructure, then I can expand or extend that environment into the cloud on dedicated bare metal servers, not some shared virtualized environment, right? Right. Very cool. So what are some other benefits of this? I mean, I, that sounds like a really cool benefit in itself, but is there anything else that it does or can offer or what else should I consider? Well, the benefits, obviously, the software stack, right? Nutanix, you know, is the leader in hyperconverged and private cloud. And with them extending their software uh, stack to the uh, public cloud, such as AWS, you know, and then eventually with Azure and Google Cloud following, um, their market strategy has always been hardware and hypervisor agnostics. And soon they'll be flexible and open to the major cloud hyperscalers. So it addresses some customers' concern about cloud vendor lock-ins, right? And as far as like um, benefits of a hybrid cloud in general, there are many, but to name a couple, bursting, right? For, again, like I mentioned earlier, for those applications that that have the, you know, that have a growth or the peak growth, they, they can burst into it. They can lift the shift, you know, they could do disaster recovery, for example. So instead of a physical hot or cold site that a customer has to maintain, they can leverage cloud as their second data center. Well, that's cool. So almost like a second data center, it could be uh, almost like a DR site even potentially or a burstable site. So it just, I mean, I've been in IT long enough to know that redundancy and high availability is the name of the game. And this allows for elasticity, high availability, uh, expansion, um, so I guess at the end of the day, how would a customer get started? Great question. So first, I highly, highly, highly recommend customers do a test drive. And for those that are not familiar with a test drive, I highly recommend that they go out to uh, the Arrow Channel Advisor site and read my last quick hit article that discusses it as well as uh, the podcast. But back to what I was saying about getting started Customers should go out on the Nutanix website and they could do a, a test drive. I think it's about two hours on clusters um, and they can see for themselves how easy it is. It's free for them to use. They do it on their own pace. They access it all through a browser. And if for some reason they run into issues or they have questions, there's like a little chat box that they can click on and they get a live Nutanix expert. Right. So so they do the test drive and they're like, oh, yeah, that's great. Well, but they want more. Uh, they can actually do a 30-day trial. But the the thing with that is that customers need to understand that if they do a 30-day trial, Nutanix is only offering their software to use, but they are responsible for their AWS accounts. Um, and then after that, when they're ready to move forward, they simply just go into the My Nutanix portal page and just get started. It sounds easy enough to me. Cool. So just to test drive, go to Nutanix portal and get started. Um, I guess, how can we provide value at Arrow? I mean, if I'm a customer and I'm stuck, I'm not sure where to go. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm stuck in the test drive or the portal. Is there somebody I can reach out to for help or is there a team that can support me? 
Well, from an aerial nutanix side, right, we can help with the coding, the software. Um, we can offer the training for customers that need it. And obviously, we can size the cluster's opportunity. Um, our Aerosphere uh, team, um, they have an AWS, they have the complete AWS catalog in the marketplace, and they can help customers start uh, going with their AWS account. So pretty much a one-stop shop. That's so cool. So if I'm a reseller or an end user and I don't have an AWS account and don't know um, how to get started, uh, you guys have something called Aerosphere. It's a cloud team. You guys can help me with setting up my AWS account, and then I can move forward with getting cluster set up on my AWS account. Is that right? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Very so cool. Side, we do you know everything from you know, that's related to the Nutanix, obviously, cooling, training, sizing, and then our Aerosphere can come in, and they could talk about you know what offerings they have on the AWS side since we have adopted the cloud hyper, uh, hyperscaler. So pretty much, you know, Customers just come to us and we take care of them. Fantastic. So you heard it first here, folks. Uh, reach out to your local Aero contact. Get in touch with our Nutanix team if you have any questions or also with our Aerosphere team if you're interested in getting up a, or setting up a cloud subscription um, with AWS uh, to run clusters on. Um, outside of that, Katrina, uh, is there anything else you'd like to add or let our audience know about? Well, just, I mean, the key takeaway here is like Nutanix clusters gives customers control, right? Uh, the control with their software, the AWS account on their terms. And it's, it's, it's simple, right? Awesome. Just sounds like more freedom of choice at the end of the day. I know Nutanix offers freedom of choice across all the different hardware suppliers um, to run your on-premise on. And now they're even giving you freedom of choice in the cloud. So that's fantastic. Just one more option for our uh, end user customers and our resellers to go drive more uh, sales and benefits. So um, I've thoroughly enjoyed our conversation. This has been extremely informative for me. I learned some new things. So Katrina, I really want to thank you for your time and uh, joining us today on Aero Bandwidth. Thank you for having me. Of course. And folks, thank you again for listening. Without you guys, this wouldn't be a podcast uh, here at Aero. So uh, we wish you all a wonderful day. And with that said, Thanks for listening to another episode of Aero Bandwidth. Thank you. Thanks so much for listening. To contact us on Twitter, use hashtag Aero Bandwidth. And we'll see you next week.